in the gospel today, the Sadducees <clears throat> are trying to put in, the, in their minds is this impossible situation before Jesus <clears throat> to prove their theology and to uh, try to take down some of his standing because they're already conspiring. They're already jealous about the influence that Jesus uh, has. And so they, uh, the Sadducees, um, <clears throat> they were different than the Pharisees. Sadducees were the ones that were the ones in power. Uh, the, Sa the Sanhedrin, um, a lot of them were Sadducees. Not all of them, but most of, many of them. And the um, Sadducees, they only believed in the first five books of the Old Testament. They didn't really follow the other prophets uh, that came later. They didn't believe in angels. Um, they didn't believe in the... Um, the resurrection either, which uh, when you think about it, if they didn't believe in the resurrection, then you know, what's, what's the point? If you don't believe in eternal life, what's the point? I guess for them, it was all about the here and now, and, they, and like if you uh, followed Yahweh, if, if you followed God, you'll be blessed with prosperity in this life. And that's why the Sadducees were very much about power and wealth and um, uh, all that type of influence. Because it was all about the here and now. It wasn't about living for heaven. So the Sadducees, uh, they were often at odds with the Pharisees on lots of different um, um, theological issues. Eventually they would become partners in trying to conspire to kill Jesus. But in this uh, passage, they thought they had the theological conundrum that Jesus would not be able to uh, get out of. So uh, they said, you know, this, there's a, um, Moses said, so they start off with Moses, starting with the, uh, the, the Pentateuch, the five, first five books of the Old Testament. So Moses said, if a bro somebody, someone's brother's, a brother dies leaving a wife but no children, his brother must take his wife and raise up descendants for his brother. And there are seven brothers, they all die having no descendants, and then she dies. So in the resurrection, who, whose wife will she be? And Jesus, um, he knows their intent. Are they really looking for the truth? No, they're trying to put them on the spot, and, um, and they're coming in from the angle of, we're right, we want to show you how you, you are wrong. They weren't searching for truth. They wanted to, in their minds, expose Jesus and show how they, they, they were correct. So they weren't, first off, being humble and searching the truth. But Jesus uh, really hits him right between the eyes right, right at the beginning. He says, are you not misled because, why? Two reasons. You don't know the scriptures and you don't know the power of God. They thought they knew the scripture but they were doing damage to scripture. They weren't really being humble to understand the entirety of scripture. Uh, and it's very clear for them. And it's very uh, clear that God is the God of the living, not the dead. All the way back, because so, Jesus then quotes Moses back to them. Didn't Yahweh say to Moses, I am the God of, the, of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob? He wouldn't say that if there was no resurrection. 
But the thing is, um, you know, we always have to be humble when we come before the scriptures. Because you can, you can twist scripture to, you know, say anything you wanted to say. You have to be humble and always listening, paying attention. There's many false prophets, many modern-day Sadducees in our world that take the scriptures and start twisting it, turning it, and saying, you know, well, the Bible says this on, the, on a moral subject, but, you know, and then they start twi twisting and twisting. We always have to be very careful and cautious about that. Because the Sadducees, they were, in the minds of the people, they were the, the holy ones. They were the ones that were really uh, governing the, um, the people of God. But they were wrong. They really didn't know the scripture. And they really didn't know the power of God. They were putting limits on God. They didn't believe that God could create resurrection. They doubted. And that's really getting into the uh, nitty-gritty. And as I was reading this this morning, I, I was like, how many times can we fall into the same misconception? Sure, you know, all of us are not trying to find some way to trip up Jesus and, you know, conspire against him. But the, these two points, knowing the scriptures and knowing the power of God, I think sometimes we can fall short on that. Because if we really know the scripture, you know, didn't Jesus say, be not afraid? Didn't Jesus say, I'm going to be with you until the end of the age? Until the end of time? If we believe those words of scripture, why do we worry? Why do we get anxious? If we believe, really believe in the power of God, don't we realize that whatever cross you're dealing with right now is part of God's plan for you? And because sometimes we're always, there's this doubt that's in the back of our head that it's a mistake. The cross in my life, the difficulties I face, something's wrong. Do you believe the scriptures? Do you believe in the power of God? I think we all have to go deeper in that. To go deeper in that so that we understand and have peace. Because right now, whatever cross might be in your life, the only reason God is not taking it away from you is because he's doing something greater. That's the power of God. We need to have more trust in that than in our fear. So today, let's reflect on the, that, that point there. Am I really believing in the scriptures, or do I need to go deeper to trust? Do I believe in the power of God? Let us find that peace so we can always rest firmly in the hand of God.